Did you hear that? <clears throat> yeah. Damn. I was trying to get it in before you picked up. <laughs> That's I, okay. I was going to start with summertime and the living's easy. Bridget's on the microphone with Shane M.B. What? <laughs> <laughs> what in goodness sake? Oh, Do I, know I am that full of beans. What? <laughs> Are you full of piss and vinegar? Is that what the word is? Am no. I saying it right? <laughs> You're thinking of piss and vinegar. I I don't know. I, I thought it was piss and vinegar, and then somebody told me one day it wasn't, and then maybe they were just fucking with me or something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is, and I'm going to Google it right now. I'm doing it first. I'm going to get there first. <laughs> full Can't of piss and me. vinegar. Phrases.org.uk slash meanings slash 145600.html. Really? Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're right. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So, mm-hmm. how about that weather? Whatever. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> ah, okay. Some people try to make the expression more polite by substituting piss. That doesn't even make sense. I know. I've never even heard that before. Isn't that like, okay, so they're talking about like, what, the white part of an orange or something like that? Or one of those safari helmets. Um, But this change robs it of its imagery. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's very serious about this. (laughs) Is it like British rhyming slang? I don't know. Apples and pears up the stairs is the only one that I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yeah, so, you know, that's what I love about the internet, is there's always somebody who's incredibly passionate about one thing. <laughs> one very narrow <laughs> subject. And, they, and they'll have an entire website based on it. All you want is, like, you're just trying to settle a bet, but somebody's, like, dedicated their life to sharing this information mm-hmm. with you. <laughs> yeah, it'll be something like, hey, uh, I read your article on the uh, the whole pith and vinegar thing. And uh, I was wondering if you knew anything about the origin of... No, no, just pith and vinegar. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's you will have is. to go elsewhere, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, this is the Pith and Vinegar Museum. <laughs> <laughs> this whole dictionary is just variations on pith and vinegar. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I would have made an awesome English major, I think. Well, you see, part of being an English major is bullshitting your way through things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think so. Me too. That's why I, I'm good at it, because of that. So, um, I actually, I got an A-plus on a report about Huck Finn, but I hadn't read it. Nice. I just kind of thumbed through the book and found... Uh, quotes. <laughs> that <I> <laughs> oh, that's clever. <laughs> yeah, that I thought would fit my uh, my idea, <laughs> and they did. <laughs> so yeah, I actually um, I took my diversity quiz today uh, without viewing the course at all, and I got a hundred percent on it. Oh my gosh! Really? Yeah. Well, the, that's like a workplace, the diversity training, you said? Yeah, it's it's like 41 slides, and it's got a really horrible, crappy soundtrack. And you have to read all these slides. And then the quiz is about the company's policies and 
Oh. And it's usually like multiple choice, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And so it'll be things like, um, in this situation, uh, Bob should A, slap the person he's talking to and walk away in a rage. <laughs> B, grab her boob. C, call them up. Beep! <laughs> no. Or D, go to human resources. <laughs> no, it wasn't that easy. It was all stuff like... Um, which of the following is not covered under, uh, under you know this part of the corporate policy, and it was stuff like IQ, sexual preference, gender, you know stuff like that. So yeah. I mean it, it was it was pretty tough. I'll give them, I'll give them credit. They tried to trick me, mm-hmm. but can't hold me. Yeah, they, they, you you got it, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, ain't nobody going to hold me down. <laughs> I feel like I should know what you're referencing. but It's an 80s song. I just, and now ain't, all I can think of it. Ain't nobody going to break in my stride. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody going to slow me down. Oh, oh no. Oh no, I've got to keep on moving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how I roll. Suddenly, I'm wearing a huge, oversized, day-glow, yellow, button-down shirt. Nice. <laughs> a Along slap bracelet. A slap bracelet, um, a swatch, with mm. a swatch protector. You Thank have you to much. have the protector. That was the whole had, purpose of having a swatch. I had two. Two swatch protectors. Of course you did. Yeah, one went one direction, one went the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe during that time frame, I had some jeans that were embellished with lace. Oh. Not just in one part, but over the entire jean. That's like the 80s hat trick. <laughs> I win. <laughs> this was during a period when I was desperately trying to fit in in the hopes that I might actually... Um, <laughs> It sounds like you were desperately seeking Susan. It was. <laughs> I want to say this was about sixth or seventh grade. Yeah, so that'd be uh, mid eighties, right? Yeah, because I was. I want to say when did I go to high school? I think at my first year in high school was eighty six, eighty seven. So it was earlier than that. Oh wow! Okay. Maybe what was it? I well, yeah, because I my... no, no, no. I went to high school in eighty eight. That's right, okay. eighty eight. So, yeah, it was like 86, something like that, Mm -hmm. 85. And, uh, yeah, I was just, I was like, anything, please. Will this work? Will this please you? Please. (laughs) (laughs) Please. I I tried for the longest time just to, like, fade back into the wall, and Mm -hmm. that didn't work. (laughs) So I thought, will these bright colors distract you? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they'll think I'm poisonous and stay away. <laughs> oh man, I do not miss those days. Oh, I know, and that was the only like that. That was like the outfit. That was like the one thing that I tried. It was like uh, maybe one or two other shirts mm-hmm. and like another pair of jeans, but that was it for like fashionable Bridget. That Uh-oh. was it. My so. <laughs> my uh, high point in fashion was in uh, probably about the same time period. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was uh, in grade school. Yeah, he's being a dick. What's 
going on? I don't know. I think he wants Tank. I can't see what they're doing, but he probably <laughs> wants Tank to play with them, and Tank won't have anything to do with it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it was it was in probably the the mid eighties, mm-hmm. and I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even. I was in like fifth grade, maybe. Yeah. And uh, I scored a uh, white linen suit. Oh no. <laughs> like uh Miami Vice. Oh no. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Oh, and god. Uh, I tell you what, I insisted on wearing that fucker to church one day. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> and I had the 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 tight rolled cuffs and the boat <gasps> shoes. You had the shoes too? I had the shoes. And you, and you didn't wear socks, did no. you? Oh no. Oh. You can't wear oh. socks with boat shoes. No, you can't. No. <laughs> That's how, that's how you can tell when you're not really Miami Vice. Oh my god! You have socks on. Dude, now tell me about the shirt that went with the suit. So, did you buy a pastel shirt to go with the suit, or was uh, it? Yeah, yeah. If I remember correctly, it was like a uh, orange sorbet color. Oh. <laughs> now this this is. Uh... You were a creamsicle. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. This uh, this outfit just narrowly eclipsed my um, my parachute pants phase uh, ah! a couple of years previous. No. Yeah, those were um, those were actually I, I really miss those. Those were uh, awesome on the playground because there was no resistance on the slide. Oh. <laughs> because they were like a uh, they were like a, a weird like slick material. You know, they're okay. just covered with zippers. So, I mean, you scratch the hell out of metal, but, I mean, you're also flying down the slide. <laughs> almost to the point where it would hurt, you know, uh, as you hit the ground. Oh, geez. Well, so this was, you were pretty young then, if you're doing oh, yeah. the slide. Yeah. Okay. Because I was going to say, at, at a certain point, that choice of, of uh, pant could cause um, some embarrassment. <laughs> Speaking of embarrassing, young man, <laughs> right? I, uh, <laughs> oh, around around the puberty age. Yeah, exactly. I'm talking about boners, people. <laughs> boners. In boners. conclusion, boners. Boners, won't you? Oh, there was Thank a <laughs> there was a while. Um, it, this is this was probably closer to the parachute pants phase. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a while where Kmart sold those red Michael Jackson jackets with all the crap on them and the zippers and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, like the red pl- fake leather mm-hmm. with the um, Huge black... shoulder pads. The black detail. and right. the zi- Yeah, and, and there'd be... Pr- you sometimes, not all the time, there'd be like one sparkly glove that comes with it. Yes! Yeah. And for the longest time, they had them on like the racks as you were leaving the store. Oh god! And I swear like the kids would be like, "Oh my god, I need this before we go." <laughs> I swear they did it to torture us. Mm-hmm. But they had, you know, either a black or a red Michael Jackson jacket on these racks. Okay. And a sequin glove. Mm-hmm. Just hanging over, you know, the thing, not like in the row of clothes, but draped over them, taunting me. Mm-hmm. I swear. Standing at the checkout line with my mom, I would see the the sequin glove just beckon the <laughs> finger, saying, "Come on, come on, you know you come want here. me." So 
Yeah, oh, for I mean, this went on for years. They never moved that fucking rack for like three years. So, so this was right around Thriller time frame then? No, this was a good... Or no, this was bad. This is bad, right? No, this was before bad. This was probably a good two years after Thriller. Okay. Because I think bad was closer to 90. Okay. okay. And th- this would have been back further. Because Thriller, Thriller came out in, what, 83? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so this was probably 84, 85. Okay. This okay. was, I mean, if Kmart had it, I mean, this is on the down. Well, that's true. Trend. It takes them a while to pick, pick up on those things. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but oh, I coveted that son of a bitch. I lusted after it. I wanted it with every fiber <laughs> of my little fat white kid. <laughs> I could, you know what? I could, mm-hmm. the jacket, I could live without. Yeah. The glove. The glove. Oh, I had to have the glove. I didn't, <laughs> care. I didn't care if it was the left or the right one. I just had to have it. Never got uh, it. <laughs> you never did. Never. I was going to say you had to. Nope. So, oh, but let me let me let me clarify though. Let me let me call back to a previous episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so your parents were willing to buy you the Lycra or whatever, swim shorts mm-hmm. that exposed your balls to the world. Mm-hmm. But they were unwilling to get you a little glove that would have made you happy. Right. <laughs> Abuse. Right. <laughs> I they see the the whole point of parenting, okay, besides, I, you know, I, I, making sure they don't kill themselves and making sure they're not, you know, being assholes and stuff like that. As far as I'm concerned, the entire point of parenting is to make sure that your kid's not making themselves look like a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. <laughs> just stop it. No. Just no. Yeah. And I, I think by the time 1991 or 92 rolled around, uh, mm-hmm. Mom was just like, you know what? If he wants to show his balls, let him. Really? I'm tired of fighting him. <laughs> I'm actually going to link to that episode. It's episode 44. <laughs> Because that's one of my favorite stories of all time is your ball short. <laughs> I think people need to listen to it. It also features Jamie telling the story of his unfortunate fashion mm. choice. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably one of my favorite episodes ever. <laughs> you know what really, I mean, looking back on it now, and this didn't occur to me uh, when I to- originally told that story, but looking back on it, so many people could have and should have intervened Mhm. You know, my my parents of course. Mhm. Um but also like the checkout lady at the register. Right. <laughs> you know? Well, maybe she thought they weren't for you. Bystanders? Mm. Like, People uh, at hey, like hey, at hey, the pool. <laughs> yeah. Uh dude, your balls are showing. Nobody said anything. Well, maybe they were afraid that, you know, they were going to end up on the news if they said something, you know? Yeah. It's a scary time. To be fair, uh, I usually swam with, like, a t-shirt on. What? What the shit was that? Did you hear it, too? Are you two-timing me? No! What was that? Did you hear it? I It, it sounded like a ring, your phone ringing or something. No, right? it's, it, to me it sounded like, um... 
It sounded like music. Did you hear any music? Something's breaking in on our Skype call. No, I didn't hear anything. Oh, it was weird. It was like all of a sudden I could well, hear... I, yeah, I heard it, but it sounded like it was coming through your mic, and it was like your phone or your MP3 player or something. No. No, it just mm-hmm. all of a sudden started. Well, uh, I'll be interested to see if I think it's up. in my brain. <laughs> well, are you wearing foil on your head? No. Mm-hmm. There's your culprit. <laughs> I forgot today. Yeah. Now Major League Baseball is going to be able to read my thoughts. <laughs> that was the best. I know, right? Not aliens, not the government. Major League Baseball. George fucking Steinbrenner. Right. Oh, I want to say hi to Buffy. Hi, Buffy. Hi, Buffy. Um, Do I know Buffy? You know, I, I can probably say her name. It's not like um, anybody at my old workplace listens to this. Oh. Alicia. My friend Alicia. Hi, Alicia. Hi, Alicia. Um, we're getting together next week. Um, but she's been posting on my Facebook page, Pants? 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 <laughs> yes. Pants. Well, awesome. <laughs> I, think, I think she might be addicted now. She didn't listen for the longest time. And I think when I was working at Zurich, it was probably for the best. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> yeah, because we talked about her a lot. Oh, my God. And the things that I said. The bathroom stuff? Unbelievable. <gasps> oh, yeah. No, actually, that was none of that was her. But um, Why do you steal no. my thunder? I'm sorry. Did I? Was we, that, you would have had hear. her frightened, and she'd be all, like, worried and upset. And then we'd, we'd like, be, like, at the end of the episode, oh, just kidding, Alicia. And she'd be <laughs> giddy with relief. <laughs> Tears of fear and anguish would turn to tears of joy. It would be like the end of the movie, The Game, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So happy, except that it would be good. Uh. <laughs> Zing! Oh, I just skewered a 10-year-old movie. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me go. Way too uh, topical. I might be a little drunk. I'll admit it. Oh, really? He uh-huh. boosted it up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a glass of wine about the size of my head. Nice. Well, if you're going <laughs> to drink wine on the podcast, I'm going to eat M&M's. Because <laughs> it's a lot alike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it both brings joy. Yeah, I'm having what's called, um, you 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 probably heard of this, three buck chuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It, it ain't bad for three dollars, I'll tell you what. Although, I don't know much about wine, so it could be horrible. <laughs> It could be the worst thing I've ever had in my entire if, life. If you like wine, mm, I do, I don't really. If you know. like alcohol, yes, I do enjoy a beverage. From you should time. try to find a bottle of Rosa Regale. <laughs> and I, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but it, the first part is Rosa, mm-hmm. and the last part is like Regale or Regale or Regal, right? <laughs> Rosa but, Regal. <laughs> It is the most... I don't drink wine. Uh-huh. I don't like wine, but it is it is the most delicious wine I have ever had in my life. Ooh. That sounds good to me. That is a hell of an endorsement. See, yeah, I'm not a huge... Oh, it's got rose petals and raspberries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's sparkling, too. Yeah, it's the girliest fucking wine I've ever seen, <laughs> but it is delicious. 
<laughs> See, Jim and I used to drink something called Arbor Mist. Uh-huh. It comes with a screw top. Yes. I'm, <laughs> I'm familiar with it. It comes uh, comes by the gallon. Right. Yes. And it's fortified with um <laughs> It's <syrup>. fortified. <laughs> it's like a soda, but with yeah. Food. Yeah. That's how you know it's good is when it's a fortified <laughs> wine. Exactly. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, I just I needed this today. It was a long 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 day. And okay, I won't say I needed it because then that starts to sound like alky talk. Right. <laughs> but you would have murdered without it. <laughs> without um without any shame. <laughs> or remorse. <laughs> yeah, it was a long day. And then, you know, the the work day was kind of sucky. And then I left. And it wasn't, like, pouring down rain. Mm-hmm. But it was drizzling. And that's just enough to tell me that my commute's going to suck ass. Oh, oh, no. Because we know that people... I don't know if this happens as much in Omaha as it does here. But when people see rain falling from the sky, they're hypnotized mm-hmm. and they start to ha- throw pagan rituals because they're so <laughs> terrified by the fact that right. water is actually falling from the sky. <laughs> the gods are mad at me. No. <laughs> How did this happen? I don't understand it. Okay. Okay. You're telling me that those white things up there are filled with water, right? And then it falls from the sky in little right. droplets of something called rain. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it's like, basically. Uh, yeah. Pretty much. And then people are douchey. And then so this afternoon. Do you, uh, I mean, Chicago's fairly flat, right? Pretty much, yeah. Have you guys had any flooding out there yet? We do get um, flooding in certain areas. It kind of depends on um, where you're at because we've got a pretty big river called the Des Plaines River. Mm hmm. That goes through um, closer to Chicago itself. Right. Um, and we used to live right off of the Des Plaines River. And the parking lot at our condo complex used to constantly get flooded. To mm. the point where, you know, there would be times when we'd have to wade to our cars, you know, and, and move them to higher grounds. That is fucked up. <laughs> it's pretty fucked up. And then um, uh, now that we live here, we don't have that problem because we've got wetlands behind us, so they fill up with water whenever there's a lot coming mm-hmm. through. Um, but there's a, a river near us now called the Fox River, and that'll flood, and some areas around that will. But we're not close enough to anything to be affected. Oh, those rivers are assholes. They are. They're all like, oh, there's too much rain. I can't stay within my banks. <laughs> <laughs> They're like a cheap floozy falling out of her tube top is what they are. It's like, maybe if you wore more clothes, you wouldn't have this problem. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I have no sympathy for the rivers. They can go fuck themselves. (laughs) Fuck you, rivers. (laughs) Fuck you, rivers. Oh, God. Um, uh, We we just found this out like a, a week or two ago. But my uh, my building at work mm-hmm. is named after somebody whose oh. last name is... Well, I mean, nobody refers to it by this name, but it's like the the building was dedicated basically to him, and he's got his name up on the side. Oh. His last name is Mormon. Mm. So technically, uh, I work in the Mormon building. 
Oh, and does this mean that you have to, uh, is that the Mormons? Do you have to marry uh, mm-hmm. several people? And yeah. and the problem is, is there's uh, there's only like three women at work. And you can't use birth control? Right. Right. Yeah. So they'll be taking it in the mouth. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so just one day we were driving by the building and we noticed these letters up at the top. They didn't even put it down at eye level. It's like up at the top. It's a three-story building. So it's like towards okay. the top. It's like, uh, you know, so-and-so Mormon building. Like, really? They're, it's like they're mumbling it. They, they don't want to like make it Mormon. <laughs> right. What? Yeah, what did you say? Mormon. Yeah, what? We, we were just floating the idea of changing the building name to Mormon building. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? What? Mm-hmm. What? what? What was that again? Yeah, I don't know. We're having Did you say riboflavin? Did I ever tell you about that? (laughs) A friend of mine in high school. Oh, wait. You knew him, too. James. Remember James? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. His mom had polio. That's hilarious. It's it's not right now, but hang on just a second. I'll make it funny. (laughs) So she had polio, and... um, while she, when she was getting older, she was feeling more effects of it. She was mostly fine. But as she got older, she started to slur her speech a little bit. Oh, yeah. And so they tried to uh, make a joke out of it. So they said that, um, you know, she was just trying to read the back of a um, the ingredients on a box of something. <laughs> and that's why her speech sounded the way it did. She was trying to say riboflavin. Oh, my God. <laughs> So yeah, whenever I whenever I uh, uh, hear somebody mumbling or something like that, I immediately think of that. I don't know. <laughs> That's one of the best things ever. <laughs> Isn't it though? <laughs> Without googling, what is riboflavin? I know it's some sort of. Uh, it's some sort of. Isn't it like? Um, we talked about it in biology. Yeah, I think it's. Um, is it's it an like acid a, or is it a? Yeah, it's like a vitamin or an amino acid or something. If, I think yeah. Yeah, I know it's like in my vitamins that I take. It's a vitamin. It looks like it's in B two. It's ah, in Wikipedia. Nice. I'm looking it up now because we already yeah, cited it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is B two. Oh, yeah. really? Okay. <laughs> Look at that fucker! <laughs> it's all like, oh, I'm riboflavin. It's like, no, you're B two. <laughs> Yeah, I'm riboflavin. You can just call me Diddy. No, he's like Diddy. No, he's uh, he's, he pulls up in a Trans Am, his jean jacket on. Yeah, I'm riboflavin. What's up? You wanna go for a ride? How's it going? You like my ride? (laughs) Gonna go behind the uh, grocery store and have some brewskis. You in? (laughs) Did I ever tell? Well. I, I, did I ever tell you that I kind of dated that guy for a little bit in high school? <laughs> yeah, no, I think we, uh, I think we covered that. Did we? Okay. <laughs> he wasn't brewski behind the the grocery store, guy, but he was an ass <laughs> with one of those cars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it, I, I'm sure it's something with the car that turns you into an ass. I think so. I it's think like so. the fumes from the uh, the. Plastic they use in the interior or something. Something, yeah, yeah. 
And it was it was really odd because it was like, oh, you know, my friend's interested. He wanted to see if you wanted to go out with him. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know anything about him, so I figured that he was a normal person. I'm mm. like, you're ta- Bridget, right? <laughs> you <don't forget> him. <laughs> Did you have a stroke? <laughs> <laughs> Do you smell toast? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I was enjoying our bad fashion choice conversation. Yeah, do you want to go back to it? I, I kind of do. Do you have Do you have any other things? Because it sounds like you were oh, a little I'm bit sure trendy. I do. You were very trendy. I tried. Yeah. So it's okay. So we you luck. lusted after the Michael Jackson glove. Uh huh. Did so not I, ever get it. Okay. You wore the the uh, I'm going to say pajama pants, but it's uh the parachute pants. Mm-hmm. We did wear those. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what else. I uh, I still uh, I remember when cargo pants like came out. Mm. I'm coming out. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming out. <laughs> oh, maybe I. You know what? I uh, no, I don't have any downloading software on this PC. Oh, um, dang it! I know it. We owe our listeners that oh, song. I know. I'll try and find a video to link at least. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm sure most of our listeners would be familiar with that. See if you can find me some Pointer Sisters while you're in there. <laughs> Face some Pointer Sisters. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wait, that sounds weird. Forget I'm, it. I'm trying to I'm trying to think chronologically my bad fashion choices. Okay. Um, there was uh there was a time in junior high where for like a year all I wore were these cotton button up untucked dress shirts. Wow. Yeah. So uh, so a cotton button up dress shirts. So like uh Jamie Heineman wears on Mythbusters all the time? Um yeah, like except they're, they'd, no, they'd be like, uh, oh, how can I even describe this? Like what you'd wear to an office? Yeah, maybe a dress shirt was not the right word, but, um, you know, like a casual button-up shirt. Okay. Short sleeve. Oh, no, I guess these were long sleeve. But they were like red and black or green and black striped. Oh, like the uh, like jerseys, kind of, or or um, Henley shirts. Uh, no, because they had like a button down collar, so you could. Oh. You know, they they were like straddling the line of um, business casual, and like hanging out in the yard regularly. You were sassy. <laughs> no, I was not. This was a very low point in my fashion uh, mm. experience. Okay. And. Uh, um. I'm trying to think what came after that. I think after that came, um, this was a dark point in my life uh, where I I listened to my dad uh, and my stepmom uh, as they were giving me suggestions on what kind of clothes I should wear. Oh. So I wound up in some t-shirts, some... Uh, like some football jerseys. I had a a Chiefs and a Cowboys jersey. Don't like football. Ooh. But uh, I had the jerseys. And uh, I also had 
these horrible like denim shorts and they they were about knee length oh no and they were uh they were goofy colors they were like green and red you know and uh, i just really felt out of place in those hmm. and as it turns out i was <laughs> <laughs> I just felt like I wasn't supposed to be wearing them. And you know what? I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> when did you see? Okay, so here's the thing. There comes a point in time you, you buy these things, you wear them every day. Mm. D- did it gradually come to you that this wasn't working or did they just wear out and you <laughs> no, moved on to something else? It was gradual. Yeah? Until yeah, you woke cause... up in the morning and went, I can't wear that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you start you know, not looking at them in the drawer, mm-hmm. you know, and then before long, they're just buried in the bottom. Mm-hmm. I was into rugby shirts a lot, too. I remember you were wearing, I think you wore those a lot. <laughs> yeah. When you were, when I met you. Yeah, because in that picture from the uh, convention. I was, yes. I, you, and they were like color blocked mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. So it would be like a square here, or like a rectangle there. Yeah, it, typically the middle would be a, a color and the sleeves would be another color. And then the yeah. top would be like a solid blue or white. And this was like red, yellow, and green or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was like all primary colors and bright. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I, I looked like a flag on numerous occasions. <laughs> It was pretty awesome. Mm. <laughs> I love that picture too because you have the biggest smile on your face, and you just I was like you don't really smile happy. like that anymore. You were thrilled. <laughs> I was really happy. It didn't happen very often. That was an awesome, awesome weekend. That was that was a good time. That was like the best time ever. That was like okay, so I can't, it was 1994, mm. and it was the Mystery Science Theater Convention Con Expo Festorama. Mm. And I think we went out, like, on Friday, everything started. Mm-hmm. We have a live show at, I can't remember the name of the theater. It was, but it was the State Theater or the Orpheum? I think it might have been the Orpheum. I'm not, well, no, no, no. You you might be right. I think it's the State. Yeah. Beautiful. Gorgeous theater on the mm-hmm. inside. Um, live show. Um, then there was, like, Mystery Science Theater playing 24 hours a day in different viewing rooms at the hotel. Yeah. I remember at one point we went downstairs in our pajamas at like 2 o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. to go and watch um, um, uh, the, the Tried to Kill Me with a Forklift one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> to this day, one of my favorites. It really is. It's mine too. That was just such a great weekend. Yeah. And then I think we were driving home and that's when the gigantic raindrop <laughs> yes <laughs> yep yeah that was awesome good times, <laughs> good times. i miss it, it was fun. <laughs> we should like um you know um hijack them at gunpoint and make them hold another convention <laughs> i think it'd be pretty easy <laughs> you think so yeah yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm imagining like Chevy Chase in uh, Vacation, where he makes them open <laughs> Bali World. <laughs> <laughs> Moose out front should have told you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. 
Yeah, but yeah, no, I'm sorry, I got sidetracked there. I made some horrible fashion choices, and it, by choices, I mean my parents decided for me. <laughs> um, you were the victim of some fashion inflictions. I was. Be- well, mostly because I I really didn't care or think about it at all when I was growing See, up. Yeah, that's that was my thing, too, is I, I didn't care. I mean, I knew what I didn't like, uh-huh. you know, but that was it. Yeah. And like so, to this day, I, I can't match colors. Are you kidding me? I just, I, if I could buy the same clothes to wear every day in just different colors or yes. something like that, so I wouldn't stand out or anything, yes. I would do it. I would totally do it. In fact, I, I'm dangerously close to that right now. <laughs> same here. Work. I have black pants. I do have one pair of brown pants. But other than that, it's black slacks. I've got my pair of black shoes. And I've got these shirts that I bought from a place called Avenue mm-hmm. that are of the best material I have ever experienced in my entire life. I don't know what these are made of. They're magic. You could take one of these shirts, ball it up, stick it in your purse, <laughs> pull it out later, and there would be not a single crease on it. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's probably made of some sort of horrible, you know, oil-based you know, killing the environment material or something like that. But, but totally I worth it. I have like six of them in different colors. Then I have a few other shirts. But I seriously could wear those shirts every single day of my life and just not think about it. <laughs> my See, mine, uh, I'm the same way, except mine is more of a tactile uh, thing. Is I'll, I'll get clothes and, you know, I'll I'll have... You know, like five or ten shirts and a mm-hmm. couple pairs of jeans and, and stuff like that. And I'll gradually get to the point where I like how a material feels, mm-hmm. you know, or I like how a particular pair of pants fits. And I'll latch on to them. Right. And I'll neglect the other clothes. And then you'll wear them out, and yeah. then you'll try and buy some more, and they won't make them anymore. Right. And you'll go through a crisis until right. you find the next ones. You have to write letters <laughs> to the manufacturers, and things exactly. are said, you know, mm-hmm. re- regrets. And, things uh, you can't take back. Yeah. You know, things that cause court orders to be put in place, and, you know, restraining orders, and all of a sudden you can't shop at that store anymore. And, you know, mm-hmm. all of a sudden send- Ralph Lauren isn't talking to you anymore. You're sending stuff through the mail, you know, that may or may not be human feces. But, you, <laughs> you know, that's buy, all. <laughs> you buy your pants through a straw purchaser. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> these aren't for Shane, are they? Uh, no. 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 These are for me. <laughs> Yeah, but no, my um, the the clothes that was uh, purchased for me when I was a kid when I was growing up uh, were made to make me look like a librarian. Um, I the probably the worst, most um, the the least flattering picture of myself that exists to this day, and I say this, you know, uh, with the thought in mind that I hate every single picture of me that's ever been taken except one from my fourth birthday (laughs) (laughs) is, is, um, uh, I think I'm about mm, 10 or 11, maybe 12. I'm at the awkward stage. I had just had like some sort of perm. Um, 
and when I say just like like you know six months ago, we're letting the hair grow out. Oh, yeah. so it's half perm, half not. It's kind of half perm, half not, and the sides had been cut short. Mm, so you're I'm dangerously looking, close to mullet here. I'm very close to a mullet, and the hair, I'm trying to get that to grow out because I know I don't want the mullet, right? So I'm trying to get that to grow out. So right now, the sides of my hair are kind of sticking out like... Oh, I like, am seeing this in my head, and I am not <laughs> liking it. It hurts, doesn't it? it? And I'm sharing this with all of you, and I'm probably doing it because I'm a bit tipsy. But, okay, so it kind of balloons out, right? The hair it's kind of sticks straight out. And then it's kind of long in the back, and the bangs in the front are kind of sticking out. Mm. I, Rob, you remember this picture. You were in this picture, too. It's the whole family. Um so it's taken by, I think, a professional photographer, but like a friend of the family who came to the house to take the picture. Mm-hmm. So my brothers are in their outfits. They've got like, you know, the Argyle sweaters over shirt and things like that. Right. And, and I'm wearing like kind of a tweedy skirt. Mm-hmm. Now, again, I'm a child. <laughs> I'm wearing kind of a tweedy knee-length skirt that, you know, a librarian would wear. Lord. I'm wearing... I'm wearing a button-up shirt with a sweater over it. Oh. The collar is not straight. One side is sticking out and one side is sticking in. <laughs> I am frumpy. I am I am a child, yet I am somehow frumpy. You're a frumplet. <laughs> I am. I'm a junior Miz. <laughs> <laughs> I have one New Balance on and one orthopedic shoe on. Oh, my God. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. That's not true. Oh, my I God. What I'm wearing at the that, time. that about broke my head right there. <laughs> yeah, so, so okay, you've got the picture in your head. Now, my sweater and my shirt are kind of frumpy and, and, like, kind of wrinkled and everything. So, I'm a fat kid anyway, but this makes it look even more like, you know, I'm not interested in taking care of myself at all. <laughs> my smile, if you could call it a smile, it's more like a grimace. Mm-hmm. And this is something that pains me to this day, is completely lopsided. Oh. Um, so you got like kind of one side opened really wide and the other side. The librarian had a stroke, poor girl. (laughs) And my teeth are completely snaggle tooth because, um, I, I got my dad's teeth. So it's like, they're sticking out like every which way. I think I got braces after that. So they're a little bit better now, but I didn't wear them like the uh, full amount of time. So you'll still see that sometimes, but not quite as bad as then. It was basically like, eventually it would (laughs) have grown out and (laughs) embedded itself in my skull. (laughs) (laughs) So this is my worst picture ever. And that gives you an idea of my fashion choices as a child. But, um, but yeah, it, it 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 was always hand-me-downs. If it wasn't like going to church clothes, my clothes are pretty much always hand-me-downs or whatever they could get really cheap at Sears. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, one thing that I had um, that I, if I ever find the person who clothed their child in this originally and then gave it to my mother it, with the suggestion that it would be a good idea for me to wear it, I will physically harm them. Um uh, Hee Haw. Uh, remember the television show Hee Haw? Unfortunately. Yes. Uh, Hee Haw overalls. Oh. Uh, I believe they were bright orange. Oh. 
And they had graphics from the show Hee Haw. Oh, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of, you know, cartoony sort of graphics um, from the show Hee Haw kind of printed over the material. Um, Do you remember, like, the cartoon part of the show? Or do you like the... Yeah. Yeah, so you can imagine. The entire... The entire... The the fabric was covered with it, right? So there were, yeah, and you know, it didn't fit very well either. So here's the little fat girl with her stomach sticking out in the hee haw overalls. Oh, <laughs> God. It was appealing. Um, <laughs> so pretty much everything was either like too long, the pants were too long, or, um, you know, a little bit too tight or something like that. So it was always kind of a mishmash of that kind of stuff. And then when it was time for me to bu- start buying my own clothes, I had no idea what I wanted. So it just, you know, always ended up being, you know, a whole bunch of things that never fit together, mm. you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, it was, I, I really, you know, all I want is a closet full of the same thing that's comfortable mm-hmm. <laughs> that I don't have to think about. Preferably with cloaking <laughs> properties. Thank you. Yes. And can I tell you, one of the things I struggle with a lot recently is actually wearing my size because, you know, since I lost weight, mm-hmm. I have some clothes that are left over that are like a size bigger. Mm-hmm. And I wear them and they're totally unflattering. Yeah. But I feel so much more comfortable <laughs> wearing something that doesn't actually fit me. <laughs> I it's like if I could wear like a completely oversized sweatshirt every day, I'd be thrilled. Yeah, you know, I I I, I tend to do the same thing, and I think we actually you assign a feeling to those clothes, mm-hmm. you know, and and by wearing them, it's like you. Oh yeah, I, I remember how this feels. Mm-hmm. You know, it just kind of comforts you. Yeah, that's yeah. You know, that's probably true. That's probably true. And you know, I used to always get in trouble with my friend Julie when we would go shopping because you know uh, she she kind of helped me dress professionally and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> so we go shopping and and you know I come out and I'd be like, "What do you think of this?" And she's like, "That's not your size." Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, but, but she's like, back. (laughs) (laughs) Shoe. (laughs) But oh well. Yeah, it's an ongoing struggle. Yeah. Dress us, people. Tell us what to wear. Then we'll be happy. Oh, I don't know (laughs) if you want to do that. Why? Because that might be worse than having your parents dress you. (laughs) I don't know. I think our listeners have really good taste. I've never seen our listeners in clothes, so I can't comment. You're so full of shit. I know. <laughs> I make up stories so people like me. <laughs> it's all a rich tapestry. <laughs> it is. It's more like a web than a tapestry. It's a tangled web that you weave. Yes, it is. I'm so mean that way. I just totally like, I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Okay. You're setting something up, and I totally knock you down. <laughs> what? What are I you talking a... about? You weren't in Germany yesterday. What? <laughs> Come on. I'm such a bitch. Why do you even put up with me? Because <laughs> <laughs> we're like Siamese twins of the brain. <laughs> so true. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. We have one of those invisible skin connection things like those <laughs> Chang and Eng. You know, it was just a piece of skin that was connecting them. But ours is invisible and it's in our brain. <laughs> Does it pulsate? Oh, yeah. It's Do we warm to blood? the touch. Yeah. <laughs> Where is it? What a poke it. <laughs> I imagine uh, it coming out of the left side of my head and into the right side of yours. Oh, okay. Well, if I have to take the right. I mean, we fine. can move it if you want. It's not a big deal. No, no. No, no, no. It's good. No, I'm, I, I have no preference. <laughs> I can sleep on either side. I don't want to have surgery or anything like that. No, you know? we're, no we're not going to have surgery. <laughs> <laughs> it's fake anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see an article in the paper. Doctors separate first imaginary Chinese the Siamese twins. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it was really easy. I just did waved my hand and told them they were done. <laughs> I don't know Sucker. what the big deal is. <laughs> of course I charged them $24,000. <laughs> my insurance company won't cover it, though. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> so we don't cover imaginary surgery. <laughs> or plastic surgery. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's lots in... Uh, lots of things that have been coming up with um, with that that aren't covered. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, we, we cover this. Oh, oh, but you want real medicine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh I, th- I thought you were talking about placebos. <laughs> oh, I, th- I thought we were just chatting here. I didn't know you actually <laughs> wanted that. <laughs> oh. I thought this was all hypothetical. My, uh, my ex-wife, uh, for a long time, well, not like a long time, but for a couple of years, Worked Mm -hmm. for a local grocery chain Mm. who was bought out by a national grocery chain. Turns Uh. out that they're run by Mormons, same Uh. people that own my building. And they would not fill uh, birth control prescriptions. (gasps) Oh, that's right. I remember this. Unless uh, her doctor said that it was to treat um, an actual medical condition. I'm like, really, guys? It is. It's totally ridiculous. That is ridiculous. What's ridiculous is it was the Mormons doing it. I mean, I would expect that from the Catholics. But the Mormons? Well, see, the Catholics... Okay, here's the difference here. The Catholics say a lot of things, but behind closed doors, the majority of the time, the priests will be all like, you know what? Don't worry about it. We know. (laughs) I'm cool with it. Just don't say anything, okay? (laughs) Father, I fucked a little boy. (laughs) So did I. Big deal. Get out of here, you little... Oh, my God. (laughs) You have me so worried. You look so serious. (laughs) I thought you killed somebody. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Oh, sorry about that. (laughs) Whatever. He doesn't care. (laughs) It didn't even exist. Do what you want. (laughs) We're just bringing in some money. That's all. (laughs) Now, the Mormons will fuck your shit up. Seriously. Because they're the ones who blocked um, gay marriage in California. They, they like, 
they were behind all of those little protest groups. Yeah, they poured money into it, even though you know most most of the time they weren't actually there. I mean, they, it all went back to Salt Lake City, uh-huh. and um, it, that's where they're located, right? And, and the Mormons and everything. But um, got a deep yeah. into the salt. Yeah, and it's not cool. It's like I understand trying to say this is the way I think. You know, I think I should live my life, mm-hmm. and I think it'd be pretty cool if everybody lived their life this yeah. way. But I don't think it's cool to say, and I'm going to fucking make you. Right. You know? I mean, let people decide for themselves. Where does it come, you know, where, where is the, um, where's the benefit of forcing people into a behavior rather than, you know, trying to bring them around to your way of thinking? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're forcing someone to do something, the, the thought's not there. Right. You know? Right. <sighs> yeah, I, that reminds me, I was reading an article uh, last week by a comedian uh, Doug Stanhope. I don't know if you know him. He's a stand-up comedian. Mm. Uh, he was writing this like essay or something, and uh, he's like, you know, I, this was something interesting. My uh, my parents are pissed at me because I'm an atheist. <laughs> he's like, they're not freaking out because I'm going to hell. They're just mad at me for not believing the same thing they believe. Mm-hmm. He's like. If you knew that your son was going to be tortured and live in agony for eternity, wouldn't you be more upset than angry? Right. You know, it's just completely, <laughs> you know, the the whole theme of the thing was, do Christians really believe or is it just lip service? Right, right. Yeah. yeah and, you know, I, I kind of get that. I mean, I don't, I don't. I have nothing against that, and I'm actually, you know, we got married in the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. I went to Catholic school, you know. And now you're a, a sinner. And now I'm a sinner, and I, I'm a godparent as well at the same time. Oh, that's right. I keep forgetting yeah. about that. I know, right? But the whole thing is, you know, it's just about trying to make sure that you live your life in the way that you, you know, mm-hmm. you would want people to treat you, you know, yeah. treat people with respect, all that kind of stuff. And I think when it comes down to it, you know, a lot of organized religion just, you know, if it doesn't ring true, mm-hmm. don't don't go and pretend that you think it does. Right. You know? right. Because that's that's a form of lying as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're not helping anybody out by doing that. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's the the whole thing is tricky. Yeah. Because there's got to be something going on. You know, there's got to be. Mm-hmm. Some sort of purpose to yeah. life and everything like that. Yep. But, you know, when you do the math on everything and you think about all the people that have been involved in a lot of organized religion. Yep. That's when I first started realizing that, that's when it all fell apart. People fuck shit up. <laughs> they do. They can't they do. not fuck shit up. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and when you're talking about a 2,000 year old game of telephone, all bets are off. <laughs> Well, there's that, and there's the fact that people are just, you know, too many people are, are tempted by corruption uh-huh. and, and things like that. Even there's, people you would never expect. Yeah. You know? There's a so. lot of money to be made in religion. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people disappoint me. Have I mentioned that lately? Oh, so <laughs> I feel the same way. People disappoint me so much. Like, I'll start with Blagojevich. <laughs> okay. I voted for the guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, because when he ran and he said 
you know, he, he gave his speeches and things like that. I believed him, and he had a great record. And, you know, who knows? Maybe back then he was a good guy. Maybe he went batshit crazy in the meantime. I don't know. But it embarrasses me that mm-hmm. I voted for this guy. I mean, well, I voted for him and defended him when people said he was corrupt. Yeah, I've I've read about, I mean, not a whole lot, but I've read mm-hmm. on some stuff touching on uh, this sort of thing. And, you know, it, it, it's the whole preacher who preaches, um, you know, family values and honesty and integrity, and then he's banging hookers and doing drugs behind right. closed doors. Yeah. It, people actually, when they get into a position like that, they there's a dichotomy that forms where mm-hmm. they actually believe it's okay for them to do that. Mm-hmm. You know? It, and, and nobody else, I mean, no, nobody else would understand, but it's okay for me to do this. Right. You know, exactly. it's just like this this thing forms and takes over their life at that point. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think a lot of times people end up lying to themselves too, you know? Mm -hmm. So they, they, you know, kind of block that out. And it's like, as long as they don't get caught, they're not actually doing it, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, so that, that disappointed me. And then just in general, sometimes there are times when I'm like, I, how do you do that? How does somebody do that? And like this weekend, you know, I was talking to Jim about something, and at one point he just goes, not everybody's like you, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, they should be. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, if they were, I wouldn't know who I should be sleeping with, so I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that kind of touches on, you know, something that really, I can't tell if it messed me up now. Or mm-hmm. it's responsible for how messed up I used to be. But it's, you know, I, I, y- you only really know yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. And you, uh, you kind of push a lot of how you are onto other people. You project that onto them. Right, And, yeah. you know, I used to live, uh, I guess, with, I still do to a certain extent, with extremely high standards, Mm-hmm. You know, and I kind of, for a long time, you know, I expected everybody else, I expected that was normal. You know, everybody else had those same high standards, you know, and um, if they didn't follow them, then they were, you know, fucked up or whatever. Right. And then just recently, I mean, I'm talking in the last few years, it mm-hmm. it starts to dawn on me that my standards are really high. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and everybody else just does not expect, uh, well, not everybody else, but a, a large portion of, of other people just do not expect that of themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, and it really, it's still changing the way I think about stuff. Yeah, I know what you mean. I think I think we have similar things going on there. Yeah. So, and it's not like, it's not like a, a bad you know, no, like, like yeah, it's no, just, but I mean, if I'd have known that 15 years ago, it would have saved me a lot of pain, a lot of torture, mm-hmm. you know. Well, I think it comes from uh, us both dealing with low self esteem issues because then when you do that, you end up putting your standards yeah. for yourself ridiculously high. Yeah, yeah, it's, everything it's I do must be related. perfect. <laughs> Yeah, and it doesn't help that your parents and your grandparents and, you know, people are reinforcing that. Right, exactly. So. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. 
This is a philosophical cast. <laughs> I think that's a good episode title. I, think I mean, so it, too. It, it's only been the last few minutes, but you know, we like to drop some knowledge on you guys. Was that knowledge, or was that just weird? <laughs> uh, it was weird. Yeah, it was kind of weird, wasn't it? Are we okay though? We're yeah, cool, we're, right? Yeah, yeah, we're okay. We'll bounce back. <laughs> uh, fart. Poop. <laughs> <laughs> he called the shit poop. <laughs> what was that? That was like a sign in in a bathroom or a church or something like that. I can't remember. Was it a daycare center? It was yeah. like we have found poop on our walls. <laughs> yeah, no, it was between the books in oh, the library. The library. Who does that? Oh. Is, is, do people put poop in in books in the library? Really, Bridget? I have had this theory for a very long time. Uh huh. It's illegal for me to prove because it involves me putting cameras on every single person in the United States. <laughs> but when people are behind closed doors uh-huh. and they're by themselves, uh-huh. I think that we would be frightened to see half of what goes on. Really? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, you know, a certain... A certain percentage of the population is batshit insane. <laughs> and they true. know how to cover it up for 8 to 10 hours a day. Well, that's true. That's true. Because you see that in relationships sometimes. <laughs> you know, when you're out with a couple. Yeah. And, um, you know, they do, they kind of have an interaction that they're kind of trying to keep to themselves. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a little bit of it spills out. And you kind of get a little teeny picture <laughs> of what their home life is like. And yeah. you're like, Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like that, right? Yeah. Just yeah. you know, one one night you come out of the bathroom and you're like, "Did did you write your name in poop on my mirror?" <laughs> it's like, "Oh yeah, I uh, I forgot to talk to you about that." That's kind of a thing we do in my family. That's a compulsion I have. Is that is that not something that you do? <laughs> H, I I really. That's when I channel Mr. Boom Boom. Yeah. (laughs) Well, because, I mean, okay, so think about it. Everybody has some sort of weirdness to them. Everybody's got some sort of fetish Mm -hmm. or some sort of... Well, there's there's degrees of weirdness. Right. And then there's uh, certain percentages of people with Mm -hmm. those degrees of weirdness you know like there's you know five percent of the population is ultra weird shit that would get you locked up if somebody got it (laughs) right you know and then there's like a bigger percent of the population that you know likes to shove kleenex up their ass you know when they (laughs) bet or something like that i'm just i'm making that up folks but i bet if you search the internet there's a website devoted to it Because, I mean, when you think about it, somebody's always got something that's their weird obsession, right? Yeah. And then some people are just vanilla enough that their, you know, weird obsession thing that gets them really, really turned on is, like, sex in the missionary position right. or something like that, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then you got your weird, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But it's cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just uh, people think that there's, like, a, a if you were to imagine – the population on a graph, you know, uh-huh. or, you know, that people, a lot of people imagine that there's just this yellow line in the middle and that's where most of us are. 
Mm-mm. And then, like, the people you see on the news and in prison, they're just little random dots on either side of that line. Mm-mm. And I don't think there's a line. I think there's a cloud. Mm-hmm. You know? And you, there's no... there's. I mean, there, it's a little darker towards the middle, but there's no line. I agree. I think I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I shouldn't drink wine when we talk. I, <laughs> this was... It has been stretched. Our listeners either uh, quitting us or they're enraptured with what we're saying. Oh my goodness. Why can't I quit you, emergency pants? Oh, this last episode, that did it. That's what I needed to hit the unsubscribe button. Thank you. Finally, an excuse. All they do is talk. Yuck, 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 yuck. <laughs> yeah, I, I, got, uh, I got some good feedback on the James Earl Jones shit that we were doing last week. Oh, did you? That yeah. still cracks my shit up. I was that giggling about so... that a couple of times this week. Oh, you know, I, I try to listen to the episode, like, um, you know, when when uh, Jim and I are, are going to bed, typically, just to kind of make sure, okay, the sound's working and all that kind of stuff. So I'm listening to it, and we get to that part, and I just had to stop. Because I was going to laugh out loud in bed. Yeah. <laughs> and just snoring next to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say that you were in bed and you just went, ha! And <laughs> I, I started laughing and I had to do that thing where you, like, you know, make no sound. Right. But I was, like, shaking. You're shaking, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't want to wake him up because he, <laughs> that would just make him crazy. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> It's nighttime. What's oh, going no. on? You farted in your sleep. Go back. <laughs> you know how I went farts. <laughs> farts are hilarious. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, that just killed me. So who'd you get the feedback from? Um, Leah was telling me about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, Hi, Leah. She enjoyed the shit out of that. It killed me, especially when <laughs> when you were talking about him choosing between the sauces. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> and I had to try to do some, too, although I can't do his voice for crap. So, oh, well. <laughs> yeah, if I couldn't be me, I'd be James Earl Jones. Hmm. Hmm. That's an interesting thought. I wonder. I I can't. I can't answer that right now. But I think that that's a good question to answer. We, but we you, should, so uh, you would rather be you, though. I'm taking. It. Yeah. That's a good place to be. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm getting to accept it. <laughs> that's probably how I'd say it too. Like, <laughs> yeah. What am I gonna do? <laughs> right. <laughs> Could be worse. Yeah. Whatever. Hate that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> She's always saying stuff, and it's stupid. <laughs> you know what that makes me think of? You ever have like one person that you always say the wrong thing in front of? Um, you know what? I think I do, or I did. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that feeling, but I can't remember who it was. I think it was work related. 
Mine was work-related, too. It was when I was uh, working at Zurich, and um, she was not in my department, but she was in a related department. Mm -hmm. And it just seemed that every time I interacted with her, I said exactly the wrong thing. (laughs) But as it was coming out of my mouth, I realized that it could... (laughs) Oh, fudge. (laughs) Exactly. The kind of thing you just want to pull back in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just snatch it right out of the air, shove it in your pocket. Yeah, like 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 maybe she was I can't remember what, what she was talking about, like maybe a party that she had and, and you know, I say something that could or could not be construed you know, it it could be taken either way, like the whole, you know, never put salt in your eyes or you can't look <laughs> too long or <laughs> <laughs> you know, that kind of a statement where it could be seen as being, you know, um, uh, you know, like I'm making fun of her when I'm actually trying to agree with her or something like that. Yeah. I always ended up saying that kind of a statement. <laughs> and I know she was just like, you bitch, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then the more often I was around her, the more I tried to, like, be nice. And the more I tried to be nice, the worse the statements got until it got to the point where I was like, you know what? I'm not saying anything till you leave. (laughs) Hi, Janice. Bye, Janice. Get out. (laughs) That reminds me of my one of my favorite kids in the hall sketches. Um, This guy's having a party, and his boss is going to be there. So he he uh, he tells his wife, you know, that not to to stay away from a certain subject because he's kind of touchy about it, and she says the wrong thing. And then, you know, the the boss gets upset, and then they they cut to him again, and uh, it just keeps spiraling out of control until finally she just shows up with tape over her mouth. <laughs> and the boss gets upset, and he's like, oh, why, why did you do that? He, he used to be a hostage for like three years. Oh, no! You know, something like that. I but, remember that one. <laughs> It's absolutely hilarious. He starts having like a, a flashback. Yeah, or something. he starts having a seizure or something. So bad. <laughs> yeah, um, I I don't know why exactly this reminds me. I think it's just because they're trying to like be dismissive of it, but they keep making a big deal of it. Is the Monty Python um, sketch where they're at the restaurant and there's a dirty fork? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> The guy asks for a new fork, and they it, the entire place just comes to a halt. The manager comes over. Yeah, it just keeps escalating. <laughs> and he's like, no, really, it's just a tiny bit of dirt. And he's like, that's very nice of you to say. <laughs> but I can see it. The whole world can see it. <laughs> to you, it might look like a tiny speck of dirt. But to me, it's like a mountain, a vast bowl of pus. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody ends up getting stabbed in that sketch, if I remember correctly. Yes, yes. The cook comes out. It's John Cleese, and he's got right. a war wound, and he's got a butcher knife. Yeah. <laughs> and he accidentally stabs the host as he's trying to go after the, the people. And then the, the punchline of the entire sketch after everybody's, like, dead and passed out and everything is the, uh, I think it's Graham Chapman. He's, like, the, the patron at the table. Says, um, good thing I didn't say anything about the dirty knife. <laughs> And everybody boos him. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I have all of those on DVD, and yet I don't watch them. Jealous. Why is that? I should do that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, what else is going on? Do you have anything else going on in your life? Um, The bed's coming Saturday. Woohoo! And then... 
Okay, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I was going to say there. Blah, 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 sex, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> something, something coming, blah, 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 something, something coming. <laughs> it's awkward, though, because uh, all of a sudden this week I got invited to two people's college graduation parties. Bastards. Right. And something else was going on, too, Saturday. And I'm like, uh, I might not be able to make it because I'm getting furniture delivered. It's really important. You have no idea. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to – I don't know what time they're coming. They're supposed to tell me uh, the day before when oh, they're going to Oh, if I know here. anything about furniture companies, it's like it'll be any time between 6 a.m. and <laughs> midnight. I hope not. I hope Furniture Mart is – I mean, they used to be pretty good about it. I hope, I hope they still are. Yeah. But I'm like, uh, I should try to swing by a bit. You know, gonna have to get the bed, put it together, take the old one out. Yeah. yeah. So they're not gonna help you with that, though. They will if I want, but I'd rather do it myself. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes it's not so bad to have them do that, though. Yeah. Well, Leah's gonna be here. She'll help me too. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, because we. I, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, we had them. I think we had them take the old stuff or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, so this is nice, and we we had them do that with our TV stand when we got the the new TV in here too, because the TV stand that we had it wasn't really a TV stand; it was like an entertainment center, right? And it's so big that we couldn't move it. At I hate all. those things. I mean, they're nice <gasps> to have, but oh yeah. my god, it's it's like you think it's going to be great, but then when you get it assembled and filled with everything, and you realize that there's no possible way you can get to the cables. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, like we, you guys have been making entertainment centers for 20 years now, and you haven't figured out this cable shit yet. Yeah, I mean, it was so bad that we, we actually didn't, you know, upgrade or change our cable service or anything like that for years, simply because we couldn't move it. Yeah. <laughs> it was that bad. But, um... But yeah, when when they came, you know, it's the it's the weird conversation because they're not supposed to take it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, at least with some furniture companies, it depends on the place that you're having deliver. Mm-hmm. But we actually bought ours from like an electronics store. Yeah. So they're not saying, "Oh, we'll take your old stuff." Right. But if you ask the guys who bring the stuff, you're like, um, "Yeah, we're not doing anything with that." If uh, <laughs> you wanna, and then all of a sudden it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> It's gone, they're gone. <laughs> it's a little cloud of dust where they were. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you gotta love that. Yeah. They told me they'd take the old mattress out for like seven bucks, but I was responsible for the rest of it. And I'm like, you know what? I'll just do it myself. <laughs> I can make it on my own. <laughs> and then I'll use that seven dollars to go get a smoothie. And then I'll drink it all while driving next to you. Good. <laughs> so delicious. Apricot and peaches and yogurt. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you wish you had $7 for a smoothie. <laughs> and then I'd slam into a car because I wasn't paying attention to what I was doing. And then they'd be like, didn't we deliver something to that jackass? <laughs> Why can't I see this in my head? <laughs> <laughs> I'm covered in blood and smoothie. <laughs> you're, still, you're still 
still try to like show them. I like drink it. So <laughs> delicious. Got glass in it, but I don't care. <laughs> you're like reaching for the straw with your tongue, even though you're <laughs> behind the steering wheel. <laughs> the straw is all broken and bent. <laughs> you're like. <laughs> <laughs> Why why am I not writing a sketch comedy show? Oh, aren't you? Because I don't know how. I'm crying. <laughs> we should totally do that. Let's move to Hollywood and, like, go to one of the studios. They'll just think we belong there. Yeah. And, like, you know, there's, like, a big folding chair and a room, and you stay there until 2 o'clock in the morning. We and, just have to know. wear some of those little square glasses, and we'll fit right in. Exactly. As long I as I don't have to be in the show, because I don't want to be a performer. You don't? No. See, I can't do that worth a crap. I really can't, you know? Um, so, yeah, that won't work for me either. Because yeah. I, get, I get too nervous about something like that. Yeah. It's like, I can, I can talk, and I can be what I assume is entertaining sometimes, right? But... <laughs> If someone actually says to me, hey, I want you to say this, and, and I want you to say it in this certain way, <laughs> forget it. Well, you're not the boss of me. <laughs> Fuck you. A smoothie. <laughs> Seriously, when we were doing the um, the Stitching and Junk podcast, mm-hmm. and there were just certain bits that you know we went recorded ahead of time and stuff mm-hmm. like that, it was like crisis. It was seriously like... <laughs> It was like one of those standoff movies or something. It's like, just say the fucking thing. I don't want to say it. Shut up. Just say it. (laughs) (laughs) They're both holding guns at each other. It was like the end of Reservoir Dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) That's called a Mexican standoff. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're so good at that. Oh, I'm You're a guy. That's one of those. That's one of those things that a guy has to know. Yeah. Yeah. Is that anything like Mexican stop like candy? It's exactly like it, but with blood. Oh, that sounds delicious. Did you ever watch that show, um, Drawn Together, on Comedy Central? No, you told me about it, but oh, I didn't. Oh, so good. There was a there was an episode. The there's a it's basically stereotypical cartoons. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a Superman. Oh, I remember Superman like the character. Yeah. Um, the, the mystery solving uh, cat chick that plays in a band and like a Disney princess. And the, um, and then th- there was like a Betty Boop. Yeah, yeah. There's a Betty. But a nasty like crack whore Betty Boop. <laughs> yeah, she she overate. She was addicted to booze and drugs, and she cut herself all the time. Right. <laughs> and uh, the Disney princess character was extremely racist. Oh dear. And there was one episode where they were, uh, they all ended up pointing guns at each other, and one of the characters called it. You know, he he said something about Mexican standoff, and then one of the things they did in that show was everybody would talk at once, and then as it trailed off, you'd hear something funny. Okay. You, you know, and they, you know, they did one of those, and at the very end, you hear the princess say, "Oh, what a charming name for it." <laughs> and that always, for some reason, that always stuck with me. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> 
But, I mean, uh, that cartoon site, it is called a Mexican standoff, and it probably is racist. Yeah. Yeah. Is that like a, um, what was the, oh, I I, sh- I probably shouldn't say. Yeah. <laughs> you do not want to know what an Italian standoff is, though. What is it? I'm not going to tell you. No, yeah, it, can... no, it involves wieners. <laughs> but that's relevant to my interests. <laughs> Are you sure? Um, well, I guess it depends on what's going on with them. Mm-hmm. Not fun stuff. Oh, then forget it. Yeah. No girls are involved. Uh, uh, what do I care? Look, I don't know how this works. <laughs> I just made it up. <laughs> You're the one who's worried about whether or not girls are involved, not me. <laughs> 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 the less chicks to make me feel bad about myself, the better. <laughs> Half the reason porn offends me so much is because I never <laughs> see anyone who looks like me. <laughs> who are these people? Are they like? Are they bringing in aliens for this? You know, I thought that too, but then I'm like, wait a minute. Would I want to see me in porn? That's true. No, I don't. But you know, whatever. I just don't want to see it, period. That's fine. I don't like seeing those either. <laughs> seeing what? A period. Wieners? No. Oh. <laughs> oh see what I did there? I turned it around. The crimson fist again or anything like that. <laughs> I think... How long have we been talking now? Oh, years. I, I'm tired. I'm physically tired. Yeah, my uh, my vocal cords are tired. I actually, it hurts me. Mm-hmm. Let's wrap it up because it's like a, an hour and a half almost. We can't expect people to deal with that shit. That's I great. have. We talked about expectations. I would listen to it, so they're going to listen to it. <laughs> we really need to wrap this up. <laughs> I know. I'm getting surly now. <laughs> and not like fear in the Simpsons. <laughs> okay, wrap it up. Wrapping it up and. Wrapped. Make like a douche and get the fuck out of here.